right, we're live. What's up, gentlemen? Welcome to Big Blue Beards, um, our live weekly, supposed to be during Thursday night football uh, show, but since there is no Thursday night football, and who the fuck wants to watch that anyway, um, unless the Giants are playing on Thanksgiving, welcome to the show. Um, I want to open this up real quick before I introduce my beautiful bearded brethren um, about what we're doing with this show. We decided, uh, my initial thought was we, I wanted to do a cool show about debate, but reasonable debate. Can you change my mind on topics, whether about the hot button issues like Daniel Jones, Saquon's contract, who Dayball uh, is, is, how many reps Kenny Galladay's getting, Sills Army for, for Monty, you know, like stuff like that, like that was a real hot button issue like during the season. But we realized um, in pretty much just all of our interactions on Twitter, spaces, real life, uh, that you guys are fucking crazy. And there are very few people who can come on a show and debate constructively and responsibly without freaking out or not listening to the other person's opinion. So we decided to evolve this into what this show will become going forward. So can you change my mind? will probably be a segment at some point in the future, but I'm going to hand it off to my man Sarge to discuss a little bit further and go into some more specifics. Sergeant. So smooth. How are we Monty? How are we doing? So as of right now, what we're going to do is this: since everybody likes to blow up, on the Twitterverse, and hell, I may even dip into Giants Facebook and Reddit here or there. What we want is we want you, our loyal listeners and viewers and interactions on Twitter, send us the wildest takes you can find. You can send it to the DMs for Big Blue Beards, the Twitter account. You can send it to BigBlueBeardsCO at gmail.com. We want to take your wildest takes and feature them here on the show because here we are we're we're gonna embrace a choice we're a comedy podcast we're a parody com podcast we want your wildest takes and we're gonna feature them here and probably make fun of whoever made those So that's where we're at right now during the season. We're just going to be completely and totally asinine. We are going to tweet out the most asinine things we can think of. Whether Smooth is talking about college quarterbacks, whether Monty's account gets hacked. <laughs> we're going to talk about all of the crazy stuff that happens in Giants Twitterverse and probably some of the NFL as well. You know, because things are getting crazy. Kyler Murray's upset um, about Patrick Peterson. There's lots of stuff going on, and we're going to make fun of all of it. Monty, what have you got for us tonight? And with that said, we had a little bit of fun this week on Twitter. Um, smooth started out just, you know, tweeting some college quarterbacks, you know, just to see, see a little reaction on Giants Twitter. They tend to have a reaction when we start talking about college quarterbacks. Um, I tweeted some stuff too, but we'll get into it. Let's start. Go ahead. And the man of the hour, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler had he had a big year this this at the end, a big end of this year. Um, he was a polarizing guy. It was about a year ago. People on Giants Twitter were talking about Oklahoma's next quarterback going to be Giants quarterback, and I think there's been some hatred on Giants Twitter ever since that happened. So, uh, yeah, these were the type of reactions when uh, Smooth went out and said, uh, future New York Giant quarterback, Spencer Rattler. You forget the emoji, the cash emoji. <laughs> yeah, the cash emoji. <laughs> can we, can we first talk about how Spencer Rattler is trying to steal Joe Burrow's thunder? Which you That's can't. why I, I That's retweeted Joe Burrow. That's the Joe Burrow. He's out there with the cigar, enjoying the end of the game. Come on, because and, and and honestly, you know, it was so perfect. The perfect storm about this one. We'll get we'll get to the other slides, but the perfect storm about Spencer Rattler is I knew exactly what I was doing. Monty was perfect in explaining about the before and after with him, and look at how happy Spencer Rattler looks in this picture. 
people hate other people who are happy. <laughs> that's what that's takeaway <laughs> I took from this is that nobody <laughs> ever happy for people unless that's your guy. If that if your man was Spencer Rattler from day one, if you if it was Rattler season for you from the start, you would have been all. And I've had I had a few of them. We'll get to them. I had people retweet it. Th- those people were like, "Yeah, that's my dude." The overwhelming majority was like, "Fuck that guy." So yeah, my takeaway. It di- it didn't help that he's you know like he's been under a microscope since high school. He was like got kicked out of his uh, the. Before- off the team before the state championship game or suspended or whatever. So he's definitely got, had the uh, douchebag persona for a long time now. Oh, I don't disagree. There's some funny responses here. The (laughs) Rattler to all NFL teams you want me. (laughs) No, it's a good meme. Um, That's a good meme. What else we got What else we got? We got pass, hard pass. God, I fucking hope not. I love it. Keep going. We got... Dudes choosing guys who were, were worse prospects than DJ out of college. Of course, the DJ come always got to come up. Uh, um, we had chicken responded again here. Nah, smooth. Nah, smooth. That was one of my favorite ones. That was very on brand. Yeah. Um, man, there's there's some funny ones here. Let's see. Let's keep going. A lot of responses to Tommy. We have a few. Keep Hell no. Hell no. Pass, pass. Too consistent. We already have too much of that. <laughs> Your response, whisper sweet nothings in my ear. <laughs> it was just all-time trolling. But, yeah. Who is this 12-year-old? Of- Catherine's one of my favorite follows on Twitter. That was <laughs> one of my favorite responses. Who is this 12-year-old? <laughs> That's so good. Oh man, yeah. To, safe to say the the classic Michael Scott gif. We got gifts all over. Safe to say that, uh, yeah, people were not a fan of Rattler, and you you were pushing their buttons. He came back again with it. Did we ever? Sorry, did you ever uh, get the guy that deleted his tweet but called me a, a fat old white man? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in here. It might be. Okay. It might be a little I don't, I'm not trying off. to spoil it for anybody, but that was one of my favorite ones. That this is this was another tweet. We kind of we went to um, what is it like? I went my top five QB uh, wish list. Yeah, we did the top five. I'm trying to see what you're Yeah, the top five QB wish list, which again was just a great troll between a, a freshman, a sophomore, <laughs> Jaden Daniels, Anthony Richardson, who's another lightning rod on Giants yep. Twitter right now. Well, he had to be one. We had to put Anthony Richardson yeah. Yeah. Uh, one. <laughs> Oh man, there's absolute and Jaden Daniels just for fun. Yeah. The quarterback at LSU. Oh, there's our guy. Yeah, there's a yeah. the guy. So I didn't see the, the the old white one. Well, we can always look at no, it. I, I don't think I could fit that one in because that was God. that was yeah. You got called that was, against, that was against our standards, apparently. Yeah. Our community standards. Standard I mean, he did delete it and block me. I have to <laughs> say that i of of all the of all the people that we did um troll or you know kind of just make fun of he actually i'll give him a little bit of a you know he went a little nuts but he thought i was making fun of someone who spoke a different language and i was just not doing that so i was just like bro i couldn't break character i didn't want to like get into it so um so that that was the response it was basically like yeah whatever old white man i was like i speak spanish <laughs> like that was my comment and he was just like whatever old fat white guy and i was like cool man <laughs> God bless. Somebody else called you a racist or something else. I think it might have been a Daniel Jones take. Uh, I don't, I don't remember that one. Maybe I, it's I, I don't listen, Sarge. I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people. The only color I see is blue. That's right. I only I only care about what color blue this this team is wearing. So um, uh, yeah. So that was um that was a very interesting. Uh, you know, co- the college quarterback experiment was fun. Uh, yeah. What did you, what was your guys' takeaway? Because I had I had like an overarching theme, but Monty, you did something similar. So before we get to yours, like, what did you think of that? Like, what was outside of the obvious? You know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I you see a lot of it. It was just you know when you go ahead and say 
like what take a lightning rod and you say two New York Giants, you get a reaction. But the thing is, you don't even need that with guys like Rattler or Richardson. All you have to do is say like this guy's good or he had a good game and Giants Twitter will jump all over you for complimenting a college quarterback. So it's they they are lightning rods for sure. Malik Willis was another one. Oh yeah. What about you, Sarge? Well, you know, I see this a lot with not just quarterbacks, just players in general. If there is a college player that you comment on, and a lot of times they're quarterbacks, let's face it, you know, it's a quarterback-driven league. We've got so many question marks at quarterbacks. Sorry, Danny, I know you're right there. But um, it's true. Um, But the second you start talking about any kind of quarterback, people are just going to fly off the handle. It's like, look, I'm not calling for us to draft a guy I just said he had a good game, you know? Yeah. College football is exciting, you know? You have, like, and you can have, like, these tiny-ass schools up against these other juggernauts and just, like, oh, wow, that was, like, a 49 nothing game. Wow. But it was still exciting the whole time because all these dudes made plays against, like, future accountants and plumbers and whatnot. So it, it's like you're not allowed to enjoy college football at all. It's, no, it's insecurity in their own quarterback. Because if we had Patrick Mahomes, no one would care about you saying Bryce Young's a good quarterback. Like, well, and and you know what's funny, Monty, is I'm so glad you brought that up. And this is to my greater point. Everyone has they identify in a specific way towards Daniel Jones. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I've said it earlier in the year. If we were a different franchise. If this was the Jets, we'd all be making fun of Jets fans every day until the cows come home. Because it doesn't matter what you think of Daniel Jones. It's the incessant, well, he doesn't have any help. Well, he doesn't have this. Well, blah, blah, blah. It it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And people still get upset when no one criticizes a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you mean the guy who's won an MVP, a Super Bowl, and has played incredible football since he stepped on the field? Has he had a better infrastructure? Yes. Doesn't matter. Like, why are you, why are you, why do you think the national media is going to compare Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes? People have literally said that and been serious. That's where it gets silly. And that's where, again, I, I, I look at it this way. It is very similar to the way people associate, like, if you don't like someone's political party, you can't be friends with them. Like, that's, a ridiculous take that is the most ridiculous take ever and we do that now in these spaces in 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 places on twitter it's like oh he's daniel jones guy he's never gonna listen to you Mm -hmm. or no he's you know he's he wants to scrap it all and start over with anthony richardson he doesn't fucking know football right haven't you seen these takes yeah and a lot of them are really just everyone's kind of more in in the center and everyone kind of sees both sides, but there is just this dividing area where you're, you're on pro Daniel Jones or you're against Daniel Jones and people that's, that's who you are on Twitter. And that's all it comes down to for a lot of people. Well, Sarge, I'm going to kick it to you because we have a segment that we want to introduce. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, we got to finish Monty. We got to finish Monty's segment because Monty, oh, that's right. I apologize. Monty, Monty's experiment. Yeah. So, so we have, for you. So we were talking about year. Daniel Jones, and immediately you want to change the subject. <laughs> Monty, please, would you continue, please, Monty? Of course, sorry. So, to that subject we were talking about, there was a social experiment. I was I talked to the guys about it that I've been wanting to run for a while, and just to see how much four words could could do on Twitter. One tweet. Is Daniel Jones good? Is Dan, or Dan, Daniel Jones is good? Daniel Jones is bad. And that's it. And no context, no replying, nothing. Just see how people on Twitter react. So first one we have, Daniel Jones <laughs> is good. Immediately Sal chimes in, Machi has been happy. Shout happened. out to Sal. It doesn't believe Sal. that I would say Daniel Jones is good. But, I mean, that's... We, that's not the end of it. We got a, people were hyped about it. There was, there was, we got Tommy, the ultimate Daniel Jones guy, best QB in the NFL gift, Daniel Jones. We got, yep. we got it all over people arguing in, in it. Um, 
the Maj picked up. He says social experiment. He knew some people picked up on it. Um, Antonio, former guest on the show, blink twice if you need my help. <laughs> oh, well, that one was good. I didn't like many because I tried to like like stand. That was one I did like. That one cracked mm-hmm. me up. Um, and we yeah. have the, my we have my favorite. We have the Mad Max. That's uh, uh-uh, that's bait. That's yep, that a few times. Yep. Right? They knew some people had them. That's where a lot of them were under Daniel Jones is good. That's where a lot of people called it. Where uh, that it, that they saw the other tweet and they came back to him. This from uh, boy Aiden here. This one cracked me up. The always sunny reference. I'm gonna play both sides. So so I always. Win. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sal in the chat, man. Yeah, Sal. There is Sal. Uh, how sweet of you. What's up, go? What's going on, Sal? Uh, yeah, we spent, Sal felt, uh, responded to the bad one at one point. We'll still get to that. And somebody called out that I had the good tweet and, and got him because he didn't see the social experiment at first. Oh, I love Sal. All right, let's Sal, see. Great. Let's see. All right, it was, it's a trap. Like I said, that's a, yep, that's a good yin-yang. one. Yang. Some people listen to the response. They knew, but some people weren't happy with it. Some people said very debatable. A lot of people said, I got it on both sides. You know ball. I got that one, and Daniel Jones is bad, and Daniel Jones is good. <laughs> you don't know ball. Clearly. <laughs> At what? At question mark. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, we got, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of arguing going on in my mentions for the last couple of days. And then there was Daniel Jones is bad. And again, another person thinks I got hacked. Monty, is this actually you? So I, I guess I haven't put enough of a strong opinion on either side because I get, think I get hacked if I make a, a decisive statement on Daniel Jones either way. <laughs> I love it. Um, I absolutely love it. Let's see what we got. And that here it is. Here the voice Sal Monty knows, and I know. Yeah. And then uh, Brendan posted the other tweet underneath them and tried try to try to get him on that. Let's tried say tried to out us. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Damn it, Brendan! We're trying, we're trying to hide that." There was this one had a ton of arguments. The uh, backup QB versus top ten, the cherry oh, pick stats, the, 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 the people, comparison. People argued about that for till like probably there's probably still mentions going on with that. People are arguing that one. You should probably um, delete both of those after the show. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. You don't, you don't know ball. <laughs> um, yeah, there. I, I would say people, as far as with the good, I got a lot of reactions. The bad started out with like more likes and all that type of stuff, but the good took a, took off, and the bad started. People were very upset with it, and I think where a lot of people came from it, which I think is where people are more in the middle, is they're just like, dude, he's not a bad quarterback. Like, say what you want, but he's not bad like he might not be great but he's not bad so which i get um but yeah we had a lot of people were not happy about me calling him bad but and that goes that again and i get this because sarge has mentioned this before giants are like our family man like you know we can make fun of them but anybody else you know, mm-hmm. like people freak out and like I, but so that's why i'm curious why people got got at you about the bad because it's like you know, like if if you're making fun of your brother, that's your brother. You know what I mean? Like that. You know, if if a Cowboys fan starts calling Daniel Jones bad, then fuck fuck that shit. Um, yeah. You know, that's just something that we you know that's kind of fandom one on one. But yeah, people don't like it, and even like I would say, and I get it. Like I just tweeted it on like a random day, like a Monday, four days after we played. That's a little different. But even if you're like Daniel Jones throws a pick, and you say that. Like, this guy sucks. Like, people still get <laughs> yeah. mad at you on Twitter yeah. about it. It's like, I'm allowed to be mad. You just threw an interception. We're going to lose this game because of it. Totally. Let's see. Oh, that's we, oh. what's the Maury Povich one? That's a great one. <laughs> Maury said, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you were correct, sir. There's so many replies to this thing. I love it. Um. Oh, we're back to the shit that I posted. Oh, we're back. Yeah, this is more. This is more Daniel Jones take. Yeah, see, that's where that's where it evolved to. Like, and I because Sunday was like, no, you know, we didn't have football. Uh, shout out Nikki. 
on uh on in the in the tweet in the chat in the tweet um she hosted uh giants rush this past uh tuesday i believe with spartan mike so shout out nikki uh thanks for checking us out really appreciate it um I'll say Twitter is the one, worst. Uh, I don't think it was in there. I'll say there's one that was good. The fun got me as a David Sills guy. They were like, and I chose, I was like, all right, we talked there. I'm not going to respond to any, can't respond. Then one guy was like, like almost as bad as Daniel Jones or David Sills falling on his face and losing us the game. Like, I oh, damn it. I saw that I one. Sit here and eat it. <laughs> I saw that one. Um, my favorite when I just decided to do the, the Mike White, over Daniel Jones because I knew that would fucking light a, a you know a fire under Giants Twitter. I, I just I I just had 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 enough of it. It just made me laugh. And what was it? Um, someone so the 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 Goodfellas reference the laugh the laughing Ray Liotta R.I.P. Always, yeah. Always a classic. See, <laughs> no, there we, there's a boy Sal again. Yep. <laughs> According to logic, a big chunk of the Giants fan base would want Mike White to get. Oh, do you think he's worth over worth thirty million or over? And, and that you know, that's the thing with with the Daniel Jones conversation that people just seem to not understand is like if the, if the conversation was, do you want Daniel Jones back at Tyrod Taylor money to like see what he's at like as like an upside bridge quarterback? There'd be nobody who's like. There would not nobody, but there'd be almost no one who is like, no, just get rid of him. I'm done with looking at his stupid face or whatever. People like, no, like he knows the system. We don't know the like we're gonna pick late. That's a good thing. And then I'm not saying that's the only, but it goes there to like paying him 40 million, and then there's everything in between. And there's a certain number for everybody where they're gonna say, I'm out. Everyone has their right. number where I'm out. Yeah. I'm sure all three of us have different numbers where we're at. We had one earlier where somebody broke down a four-year contract paying Daniel Jones like $50 million, like 40 guaranteed. It's like, whoa, yeah. hold on. Years and guaranteed. That's, mm-hmm. It's so much. It's just like uh, the way I keep saying it, it's a, it's a cost-benefit analysis. And But that's not how Twitter looks at it. It's uh, you're a Daniel Jones guy, you're not a Daniel Jones guy. And that's it. There's no, yeah, don't, there's don't no bring logic, or hater. logic into this debate. How dare you? You're a truther or you're a hater. Either yeah. or. Oh man! Oh, all right. So this was the one smooth that you were talking about. The the that when we started talking about this, I found this one and I showed it to you, and you're like, "This is exactly the statement right here." Is the being on Giants Twitter and seeing tweets supporting and or trashing Daniel Jones reminds me of the feeling I get in my stomach when I unexpectedly learn about someone's political views and just me reading out of pocket takes, and I'm like, "Oh my." <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, at Luke at Luke Sweeney's Big Luke. Shout out to you, bro. That was uh, you crystallized was, what I what, what was I was telling perfect. these guys in the yeah, chat this weekend. The, it's, it's was like really finding true. gold. We struck gold with that one. Absolutely. And Monty, I think we got one more. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I can't defend it. Daniel Jones on the field, but go to war. <laughs> Tell anyone to eat a dick. <laughs> Hold on. I want to read this one because the responses of this one cracked me up so hard. And I believe it was uh, Tap uh, Saction or Jackson yeah. that did this was like, if the Giants had busted on Darnold and then again on Zach Wilson, fans on this app would repeatedly and rapidly defend the busted picks because they were from the from the far right position or from the right position. And all Tap said was, "The Giants did what?" Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy he's using a blackjack term, but not a lot of people know that. So busted was very. I I I literally yeah, I, knew exactly where he was going with that, and I got a great a big kick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of that is the there's tweets like that that you know that exactly who they're going after to and the exact takes that this Daniel Jones and being right and wrong goes back so far that there's like comments like that that are probably like back to 2018 arguments that mm-hmm. are just alluding to everything and people just can't drop shit, man. Um, it's true. 
Yeah, but that was our little social experiment this weekend. We got one more. We, have we got one more. more. This page was left accidentally oh, blank. Forgot about Today's this. Today's visit day, kids. Oh, Today my. Today's visit day. Thursday, Odo Beckham Jr. He's looking for a home, according to Justina Anderson, in the, in the parking lot of MetLife. She said the winds are blowing. <laughs> Let's see about what people say about said about OBJ. OBJ flew his jet from Bahamas, New Jersey, to see his best friend in, in the Giants locker room. Fan bought the excuse it was normal. OJ has only expressed desire to win a ring for one team, but fans bought the media creation of him going to Dallas. Next weekend, they'll finally get it. He's calling a Shout shot. Out to Chuck Knox. Shout out to Chuck Knox. He, is he and if you're not, that video, right? He I, posts the best hype videos. Like, I watched his hype video before the Dallas game three times, and I was they, ready to punch my television. I think OBJ that guy will pump video. you the hell up. He's yeah, that's a guy I'm going to get on the show. We'll get Chuck Knox on the show at one point. That's awesome. And then, so that's the pro OBJ, and now we also have a con. So you think OBJ is perfect for a heavy run, limited pass offense? LOL. How do you think OBJ acts when he doesn't get the ball 10 to 20 times a game? Like a little bitch. The Giants don't need that cancer in a locker room. You can simp for OBJ all you want. He's a cowgirl soon. Yep. There wow. is there is put it put it clear the way it is on Twitter right now. There is a lot again, a lot of nuance to the conversation. But there is people who have their opinions where they loved OBJ here and they just want to recapture that love and happiness and fandom they had, no matter if he still has it or not. And then there's the people that he could come back and look like it was his old self and be a superstar. And he's like, no, fuck OBJ. I'll never be a fan of that guy again. Do you guys want to see the Jocena Anderson uh, real quick? We'll just kind of show her report. Sure. Yeah. Beckham Jr. is really looking for guys is to find a home. He wants the next team to be his home. And obviously, he's also looking to get paid re relative to what he feels like his value is. But just like he told me yesterday, he, I want to give that team my all. I want to give everything that I have and finish with a strong legacy. Odell Beckham. Yeah, she says home a lot. Um, I think my thing, my quick takeaway on that is I'm okay with him coming back. Uh, I don't. I'm, I don't have a an issue with it. I don't think his story ends well unless he goes to one of the New York teams. If it's if he goes to Dallas, then he's dead to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> sorry. Fortunately, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, if I saw him walking down the street, I wouldn't punch him in the face. Like, I don't know, Des Bryant. Uh, but at the same time. He's gonna wear that same fucking shitty ass jersey, so yeah. that would be my biggest issue with him. Is not necessarily that I'm like I, I wish him awful things, but guess what? He's on the Cowboys. It's like the one team that I don't want to win the Super Bowl. Like, okay, Eagles are also up there, but you know what I mean. Like, I could even like it sounds so blasphemous, but I could even stomach a Commanders fucking Super Bowl win. Mm -hmm. They haven't been relevant mm -hmm. since we had VCRs, yeah. so. It's, I, I don't know. I just, it, I just can't. I, I just couldn't see it. If you went to the Bills, good for him. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I rooted him for the Rams in the Super Bowl for a big reason, OBJ. But yeah, if it's if he goes to Dallas, my fandom for the future is over for him. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, like I said, it's not like I'm gonna hate him, but like it's over. I'm not a fan of his anymore. He's he played for Dallas. He's a Cowboy now. Yeah. Thanks, Sarge. I look back. So, I'm gonna make a little. I'm gonna make a slight change here. We're gonna do one of these. How dare you? I want. I want us nice and close. I want to have a moment. Oh, that's okay. So, so let's let's think about this. We had one um, member of the. We have at least one member of the Giants family who went to Dallas. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't didn't Parcells go to Dallas? And the guy is goddamn royalty. Okay? I mean, he can do whatever he wants because he's Bill fucking Parcells. 
right? That's good. But that's not OBJ. No. OBJ is OBJ. Parcells brought us two Super Bowls. That guy has carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. Miami, yeah. the Jets, Dallas. That guy could coach anywhere. And we would say, oh, it's Parcells, man. That's our guy. That's our guy. Odell, no, you I, don't have that. Odell, you don't have that, buddy. Mm-hmm. Listen. What you're, what you're going to do is you're going to come back to New York. You're going to finish out your career where it started. Right? Because you've already got the ring. You did that. It, could he help us win one, another one? Sure. You know? Who knows? Who knows? Right? Those that 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 book that chapter is not yet written. But the thing is this is going to Dallas would be a mistake. Because here he's automatically number one. In Dallas, he's what? Fifth? You know, they've got Lamb, they've got Gallup, they've got Pollard, they've got Zeke, they've they've got um the tight end kid. I can't remember his name. Schultz. Um, Schultz mm-hmm. Right? Like, where do you fit, Odell? You don't. Because they really don't need you. They just want you, so we can't have you. That's the only reason Jerry wants you, is to keep you from us. Jerry's Come on home. Come on home. He, the, thing Come is, on home. the thing is with OBJ... Is he goes and he wins a Super Bowl in Dallas? I'm, be cool. I'm sure he'd be happy. He gets another ring, but it's Dax. That's Dak. That's Deke. That's Zeke. That's Lamb. That that's his their ring. When he won it in with the Rams, that was Stafford. That was Cup. That was there. If he comes back to New York, where he started, where the fans, at least most of his fan base, would still love him, where there would be where they would have him back. There's no difference. There's nothing comparable to winning a Super Bowl here. He it, he would be the guy. He would be if one of the faces of that Super Bowl run. As long as he's out there and he's and he's a player, it would be him. It would be Saquon. It would, right now, like he would be one of the biggest faces in New York, even if he's just like decent. He's that type of first like polarizing person in New York and for marketing and just for like winning the Super Bowl, he would, it'd be nothing like, I know he wants to come back and, and win one here. I don't know if he thinks it's realistic, but I know if he could have it his way, he'd want to bring a Super Bowl to that. It's in New York. I know he does. Listen, this is the bottom line for me. And I'm going to use something to illustrate my ultimatum for Odell come home or all over Giants Twitter, you're going to see this. Soft. Overrated. Pretty boy. A bitch. <laughs> it's true. That's, I mean, that doesn't that crystallize the exact feelings? I think I saw someone posted today on Twitter. If we could catch that screen, I was like, if he goes to the, if he goes to the Giants, ah, oh, legend. If he goes to the Cowboys, overrated. Two ACLs pretty boy, all that shit. That's right there is exactly what's going to end up happening. So yeah. if he's cool with never being able to come back here again, fine. Yeah, it's over. If he, it's and, over. If he, and if he goes to the Bills, though, I think it's – I think it would it flame the, the – it would flame the flame – it would fan the yeah. flames higher. It would sure. be – I agree. It would be like – unless it's like a, you know, a three-, four-year deal, then, you know, it's over. He's, he's there for the rest of his career. But if he just finishes out the one the, – the year there – People are gonna be like, oh, there's the Buffalo connection. Like he's he still might come home this year. You could it, I I think a one year at the Bills would be even more likely he comes home than right now. I don't necessarily know if he'll do it. It would take a multiple year. If he ends up signing a short rest of the season with the Bills, that would be interesting. Agree. All right, Sarge. All right. So we are a couple days away from our next game, and everyone's already calling it the game of the year, right? Because this is pretty much a linchpin in the Giants' playoff hopes. 
So we're talking playoffs. I'm raising the stake right now. This is a poker game. I'm shoving my chips to the middle of the table. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants in, get in. Anybody wants out, get out. Okay? This team is going to the playoffs. Chad? Chad? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Chad? <laughs> so... The question is, are you playoffs or are you playoffs? So, Monty, let's go to you. Are you pushing all your chips to the table? This team's going to the playoffs or are you? I just hope we win a game. Playoffs. I'm pushing my chips into the table. We are too close. We started off too hot. To let a couple injuries and a drop in a couple games stop us, we control our own destiny. We have we have Washington, who is probably our number one competitor right now for one of these playoff spots. We play them twice. We own Washington. Daniel Jones owns Washington. We need to go ahead beat Washington twice. That will I think in a scenario that we beat Washington twice. I think that's a scenario we can make it with nine wins. And I would still like to try to beat Indianapolis or something in 10 and make it sure. But if those two are against Washington, I think that's the type of situation where we get into the playoffs even with nine wins. That's And I think those two games, Daniel Jones, the one team he's owned his whole career, Washington, whatever you call them at that time, is they, they we are going playoffs, chips in the table. What about – what about you, Smooth? Yeah, so you guys, I think you guys remember this from a long time ago. As optimistic as I may be at times, I am a big proponent in the reverse jinx. So I am a playoffs guy right now. I just hope we win a game. Because not only do I not feel comfortable with this team from an offensive perspective, the defense has been – not great. I know we just played the Cowboys. Um, I think they've they've obviously had issues in their secondary, and we can go into all those points. That's not what we're going to do here. My biggest thing is, I think what we we if we're going to make the playoffs, we have to find a way, and there could be a sneaky way where we don't sweep Washington, where we still get in. And I'll tell you about it, which is at the end of the year, if Philly continues to win and they don't need that last game, they could sit most of their players and we could win that last game and sneak into the playoffs. So kind of a reverse of what happened when they kind of gave up and put in their backup, um, and kind of we lost that, happy we did, or else we'd still have Joe Judge. Um, so, you know, I just think – I think uh, I could see a scenario where we do make the playoffs, but I, right now I'm, I'm – which gym am I? I'm Jim Mora right now. What about you, Sarge? Chad? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> That's me. That's you right now. I, I'm with Monty, man. I'm pushing my chips on the table, and I'll tell you why, right? I've got some stats, and this is not super stat heavy, but we're, I mean, I got a couple. So, in his career, Daniel Jones is 4-1 and one against Washington, okay? He has a passer rating of 100.4 with 1,500, like, 1,150 yards, nine touchdowns, and three interceptions in five games. Danny owns them. And here's the other thing. I want the playoffs locked up before week 18. Because here's the thing. You don't know how Philly is going to react. We're playing them the last game of the year again. And last year, after all of that other stuff happened, granted, it's not Sir- or it wasn't Sirianni, it was Peterson, and that was I think it was two years ago. It wasn't last mm-hmm. year. Two years ago. Cheers, yeah. Right? Joe Judge came out and talked a lot of shit about the Eagles. Nick Sirianni is just enough of a cocksucker to want to ram that game down our throats. He's getting into it with indie fans on the sidelines. That guy's a piece of shit. He's the yep. perfect coach for Philly because he's a piece <laughs> of shit. I don't want to have to wait till week 18 to get in the playoffs. 
We're going to take both games from Washington. We're going to beat Jeff Saturday's Colts, and we're going to let everything else play out. We try to sneak one against Philly. That would be nice. They're coming to our house. We got that one game at home. And, you know, we've been pretty damn good at home. I think the only home game we've lost this year. What is the, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say the only home game we lost this year was to the Cowboys, but I'm pretty sure there was um, Detroit, too. But still, we've been good at home this year. Um, so we're, we, we can try to sneak one against the Eagles. But, yeah, I'm, I'm pushing my chips to the table. I'm all in. We're going to the goddamn playoffs. Uh, Sarge, I'm with you on that Eagles point week 18, too. I can see the clip right now. It's like, oh, they wanted us to start our uh, players in the last week of the season. So we did. So I hope I hope they enjoyed it. I don't I don't want to see it. I don't want that clip to exist. So I hope we lock it up well before then. No, I, I hear you guys. Um, before we move on to anything, I have to mention, because I know this segment was about two former coaches, Two of which are deceased, so RIP. Uh, but I also wanted to share a couple of fun tirades that I remember, and we'll go through a couple here really quick, and we'll we'll react. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <sighs> I love it. I love it. And last one. This this is a, a very underrated and obscure. No cheating. If you if you're if you're still on with us, I think we have one or two people cry. Uh, tell tell me who you think this is. Uh, and I, this is one of my favorite coaching tirades of all time. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Looking in the mirror, do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Be a dog. Oh. <laughs> That's a great butt. <clears throat> One of my favorites of all time. Okay, I repeat. Odell, do not make this you. Soft. Overrated. Pretty boy. Pretty boy. A bitch. A bitch. <laughs> Odell. Odell. I'm talking to you, dude. I know I know this fan base. We literally just spent 45 minutes talking about how fucking crazy they are. They're gonna call you soft and a bitch and overrated and a pretty boy. Oh, was you wanna just go to Dallas and dance? I guarantee it. I could just see it. Don't do it. Cross them off your list. Flip a coin, Buffalo, New York. That's it. That's the only decision. Yeah, Twitter was not around the last time OBJ was here. I'm pretty sure. So, Not this version. Yeah, no, we're a lot more vocal of a fan base. Um, and we're all completely batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't want to see it happen, but they're going to come for you, and that's not going to look good. Yeah. Um, I tried to find it while we were – I didn't upload a clip. We'll have to do it next time we, during Eagles week. Um, but And I hate to do it because he's one of my favorite characters in movie history. But Nick Sirianni just looks like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas on a Coke bender. <laughs> like, there's a great gif of – when he does a line of coke and just like rips it and like is like, and his eyes are just and yeah. red in the face. And literally every time you zoom into Nick Sirianni on the sidelines, I was I'm just like, there he is, there he is. looking for helicopters above Lincoln Financial Field, <laughs> and he's a fucking psycho. You he's want to see helicopters? helicopters? I'll show you helicopters. <laughs> but um, all right, well, listen, we're not done yet. No, nope. I like. This this flow has been great, guys. I think, you know, we were supposed to have a guest on today. No big deal. Um, you know, we obviously have the three of us to entertain folks. Um, I think he might have gotten distracted. <laughs> may have. Thursday um, night is actually a pretty good game so far. Don't tell anybody. Don't say anything. <laughs> um, no, so what I was going to say is I really do feel um, – 
like, I'd love to hear something neutral from this fan base. Right. And I was talking to you guys about this and when we, next time we do have a guest on, I want to talk to them about who are your top five giants of all time. I don't think that gets debated enough. And I think part of the, part of that reason is because the fan base is kind of, you know, we got, we got some, and we have it right here too. We have older, younger, medium, medium age, right? We don't have anyone that's like a high schooler. Uh, we don't have, we have adults, but we have younger, you know, Monty's younger than, than Sarge and I, I think Sarge is the, the elder state statesman of the group. Um, so we all have different perspectives because we have seen different players. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go over mine and then you guys can, I'm curious what, what, where we have similarities, right? So yeah. my top five is essentially, um, I go with Lawrence Taylor, number one. I think that's pretty consensus. Could be wrong. Nope. There you go. We got, this is on brand. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, it's also legacy I, week. So I wore my legacy. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing the giants logo. I got the, the starter jacket back here too. Um, so I got Eli number two, greatest quarterback of, of my adult generation, even though I was around for Sims. Um, but then I get a little, then I get a little crazy. Uh, Strahan is not a crazy one. Hall of Famer, um, yeah. incredible uh, player for the Giants over, over for years. And then, then I go tugging on the heartstrings more. I'm a Justin Tuck guy, so he would be my top five. And then lastly, I go back to the Lawrence Taylor days. Um, I go Carl Banks. You can tell what what uh, our history has shown. Like I am such more of a defensive guy than I've ever been an offensive guy. So I have I have four guys over the years from their defense versus, um, you know, offensive players. Eli is my only offensive player in the in the top five. What do you think, Sarge? So, I I was trying to think of, of there's a couple guys that you already you, you kind of have to like not mention, you know, because they're in everybody's top five. Like, how can Eli not be in your top five? The guy won a Super Bowl, was the MVP of both games, right? So I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna like nix a couple of guys who are like automatically in everyone's top five. I kind of want to, don't want to pick any of the guys from, from smooth top five, because obviously I'm wearing an LT Jersey and a stray hand Jersey in the top in the closet, but I'm not going to mention those guys. Okay. Otis Anderson. Juice. Okay. Jumbo Elliott. Ooh. Mark Bravaro. Solid. Jeremy Shockey, Nick fucking Gates. Mm. Nick Gates. All Nick right. Gates. I sent this tweet out today, and I'm going to keep banging this drum, man. Everybody's been talking about Saquon for comeback play of the year. You know, and I understand that he was out. He missed some games last year, and he came back, and, and he's looking great. Nick fucking Gates. Seven surgeries to repair his broken leg, and he's out there like he hasn't missed a step. The guy is an animal. The guy should be our starting center for the rest of the season, and he should be comeback player of the year. Yeah, I like it. I like it. it. Nick fucking Gates. Yeah, I mean, Smith got it. I'm going to throw this out to to Giants Twitter later at some point, and, and maybe we can clip this. We all know that the, the full name of the team is the New York Football Giants. Okay? I want to take the football out and put another fun F word in. We're the New York fucking Giants. Right? And we're back. We've been bad. And wow, we're back. Everybody better put some respect on the name of the Giants. The New York fucking giant thank you monty top five all right so i have mine is very similar to smooth um i'm gonna throw some names at the end that came in my mind some honorable mentions but just because i have a very similar one but number one you know i never had the privilege of watching them play but you can't have a top five giants without lawrence taylor it's just what it is he's got to be in your top five 
Eli Manning brought me two Super Bowls. Eli Manning's a god. First ballot Hall of Famer. I don't give a fuck what you say. Um, we have Justin Tuck also there. I think I think you could argue Justin Tuck is as important in those two Super Bowls as Eli Manning is. I mean, he 100%. is the reason that Tom Brady was it was invincible. Tom Brady has been invincible in Super Bowl, and Justin Tuck has been his kryptonite. Um, then I will have to go with Strahan. Strahan was my first jersey. Um, he was, I mean, he is one of the greatest Giants of all time. He is one of the best, one of the, he's a Hall of Fame defensive player, a pass rusher, and he's bigger in life. So, I mean, he's just, he is just a big personality. Gotta love Strahan, the gap. Um, then I have one that you guys haven't had. Um, it's definitely a, a theme with some Giants fans. And that's Victor Cruz. Uh, I mean, you gotta love Victor Cruz. His time was not as long as I'd like. I can't tell you how sad I was when he went down, but you know, he was a Super Bowl champion. He undrafted free agent, New Jersey local, and he just, you know, he made it and he was great. He was electrifying. He was very much kind of like what Odell brought to us. Like we Victor Cruz was the first time we really kind of saw an electrifying wide receiver like that. He was different. He was just – he could take a play 99 yards like he did against the Jets. Like he was special. He was fun to watch. He was just a fan favorite. Salsa, all that. Um, and I was – honorable mention, Sarge, you mentioned Jeremy Shockey. You know, only reason he really didn't make it was because of the big reason we won Super Bowl is when he got hurt and Eli felt like his confidence went up. So I left him off for that reason, but I loved Shockey at the time. Um, I had three different Shockey jerseys as a kid, a blue one, a white one, and a red one. So I loved Shockey. Um, he was, he was my, like my first favorite player. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, that was really like, that was a, really the one I will mention. I really want to get in there. There's other guys I could add. There's the Jacobs of the world. There's uh, yeah. Hockey Knicks. Yeah. Hockey Knicks was one of my favorites as well. Odell, but, you know, that didn't end so great, but he was fun. So, yeah, that's probably my top five, though. Hakeem the, Hakeem the Dream was, was definitely up there for me, too. Um, yeah. I remember my buddy, uh, was a is still a producer, but he was kind of more on the field and he was talking about he was doing a, a piece on Hakeem Nix when he was at Carolina and about his hands. His hands are the size of my two hands put together. Um and like how that, that was one of one of his like defining reasons why he, he was such a good receiver is because how he wasn't six four, but he played that big. He was what six one, six two, but just could snatch the ball used, out of the air. I used to have That's a true. joke. I used to have a joke with all my friends about like I feel like Every Giants fan, whatever they talked about Hakeem Nicks when he was on the team, it's like his hands, though. Everybody would be like, yeah. did you know his hands, his gloves are custom made? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, that was like pre they, pre Giants drafting them. I knew that story because this was, they were doing this story at ESPN. And that's why all that kind of came out. So that's yeah. pretty funny. I love that. He was great. I, you know, I've, I said it when we were like the year when, of like, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, stuff like that. I I wanted to go off at the line, but I was also just like, if we go wide receiver, man, some of the my most fun times outside of winning a Super Bowl watching the Giants is when we have an electrifying wide wide receiver. They just make games so much more fun to watch as a fan when you have just a special wide receiver. I miss having one for sure. No, I, I don't disagree. Um okay, listen, I think what we'd like to do. And I, I didn't know if we're going to have enough time for this. But before we get to our last little segment, uh, unless I'm missing something again and being a terrible uh, co-host. Um, well, I, you wrote I, it down. What's that? I said you wrote it down. Yeah, well, I think we've gone through it all. That's why. Um, no, I, I, I'm – when we clip this, I want people to give us their top five. Um, I'm curious, like, what Giants Twitter's top five is. Um, I don't think you can do a poll – that has five answers. You could do four, I believe. So, mm-hmm. um, do a Mount Rush one. Yeah, we do a Mount Rush. That's a good idea. Look at you, Monty. Yeah. Uh, I like that Mount, yeah. Mount Rushmore. But if you do have a top five, I'm, I'm curious what people's top fives are. And, uh, it kind of sparks debate. Um, I, 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 
they're all great players. I don't, there's nothing I can do with, with that. Um, so I was asked a question by a very controversial figure on Giants Twitter. He asked us or wanted to know if we are okay as the bearded nation here. Um, are we okay with mustaches? And my take was unless you have a Tom Selleck push broom, like I feel like Sarge could do it. Um, then no, it looks creepy. Like a Gary Sheffield wispy mustache. I'm out. Um, oh, wait, do you mean this? Yes. <laughs> so if you don't know who that is, gentlemen and ladies, if you're watching, that is our, our, I, I hesitate to say friend. I'm friends as well. I'll take friend. <laughs> okay. Our Twitter our, acquaintance. Twitter acquaintance, um, Will, who is very anti Saquon, um, or however you want to. I know he would probably hate me for saying that. Um, how would you describe it, Monty? Like how how would you describe Will's persona on uh, on Twitter? Will is the enemy of Giants Twitter. Who for a lot of people. It's people are more mad about Will's opinion than the Giants half the time. He is just he has garnered a a total rebellion against him over the years since Saquon pick. I but I mean people who uh, everyone who I have met Will that I know has liked Will, but man, as far as his persona on Twitter, he he has a he has a group of people who are not a fan of his. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. I uh, I won't get it. We won't need to get into that. So let's just go around the horn and let's rate this. Uh, you got to admire a guy who's willing to commit to the game. Yes, that's true. Um, that's a great way to put it. Scale of one, 1 to 10, 1 being he should never do this again, or 10 being it's it's a solid mustache. What do you got, Sarge? So, you, have the biggest, you have the biggest beard, so you get to go first. We, we've got... We've got um, Will and Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. And then I've also got Will and Justin Long from Tusk. Um, and on a scale of, um, uh, let's say, on a scale from 1 to 10, with 10 being Tom Selleck, Will is a negative 4. Wow! The caterpillar off because the comb over isn't doing him any favors, man. The comb over definitely like we're looking at very much Kip status here. So this is not a strong look, and I did not want to sully the good name of Tom Salas and put the two of them next to each other. Yeah, that would not be okay. Yeah, they kick us off. They kick us off. They kick us off Streamyard if you. uh... Yeah, they would. You put Tom Selleck up there. Yeah. Monty, your thoughts? I feel like the first thing I think of when I see that picture is like uncle. Like I feel like he's like he's like Uncle Will to somebody. Like he's oh. he's got the nice angle with like the mustache. Um and I'll 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 throw Will little six. I think he grows a full mustache, but and mustaches are tough. I feel like he, it's hard to pull a mustache off. And, um, you know, he's got, he's got a full one, but it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to pull off. Oh man. I'm not. Yeah. I, it, he's just not, he does. He just doesn't have the full like compliment. And I would say it's the reason why I don't think mustaches are, are good, you know, are good look anyway. Um, unless they're done ironically. Like if this was a, uh, thank you for taking that off, by the way. Um, I couldn't look at it anymore. No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, a, like a three, uh, three out of 10. Definitely not something that I would do. I did it once as a, and I'll find it for us and I'll put it up at some point. I did it once a couple years back when stranger things was going and my wife and I were Hopper and Nancy from Stranger Things, and I've gotten that ask about if I if I am David Harbor in the past. So I leaned into it, and I was uh, quite a bit heftier. Uh, so that was uh, it was a good look, and it was it looked terrible. I remember wearing it to work, 
and people were like what are you doing i was like oh i'm in i'm in costume and they were like oh shit that's right it's halloween that's how bad it was it was literally halloween and people were like gross what happened to you <laughs> what the fuck did you do what did you do it's true it's such a gross look i mean i'm sorry I- you know, Will, here's the thing, buddy, and you and I have interacted before on Twitter, and, and you and I are are kind of okay with each other because of stay away from the Saquon stuff and the Gettleman stuff. Don't do it to yourself, man. You're going to look like you look like you're going to end up on a watch list. Like, Hanson is just yeah. waiting to invite you to sit down and have a lemonade or something. Why are you here with the wine crew? It's bad, man. It's bad. Just, just stop go all the way or nothing at all it was not it was not top gun like uh, i'll say that let's uh, just put it let's just put it this way this is um i feel like this is will it's like uh this is him in a nutshell it's like oh you don't you think that uh i i haven't been ridiculous enough then i'll do this <laughs> that's that's will in a nutshell like oh we lost him that's how disgusted i was at uh that mustache (laughs) but that's that's will in a nutshell like just you know watch this like i'll I'll just say something else and he is the epitome of our social experiment but he does it all the time will will does not i'm sure he does but he does not keep keep tweets that I keep my drafts. Will just is like throws them out there and sees what Giants Twitter has to say about them. Oh, and, and off they go. Braver man than I. I I do not like dealing with. That's why I try to stay civil on it. I can just get into arguments and I'll just keep going. Like I just say I try not to get into that because I know I'll just end up arguing with people for six hours. For sure. Um, well, listen, guys, I think we're coming to an end here. Um, I know we're trying to keep it to an hour, so we're just a little bit over. Um, Sarge, you got any uh, final thoughts and a prediction, and we'll go around the horn? Uh, Washington. Um, yeah, we got Washington coming up on Sunday. Um, we're getting a bunch of our injured players back, so things are looking up. I'm going to say... Giants 32, Washington 23. Okay. Man, I mean, Giants have owned Washington. I'll keep saying it. We've owned Washington. We need this game. We've been sliding. We we need to take this game as serious as can. We have had a 10-day break get some people healthy or getting some people back. It was almost like just, I almost prefer the 10 day break to the bye week because the bye week's almost like too long without playing. That's like the perfect amount to get a little extra rest, but also, you know, not be too long off from football. So I feel good. I really hope we can get this game back because we need it desperately. Um, I said I was going to keep going with the 30s, but I, I think I'm starting to give up on the thirties. So I'm going to go 24, 14 giants. Wow. 10 point win, huh? 10 point win. Okay. So I got one co-host with over 30 points. Hasn't happened in since the Reagan administration. Okay. Um, and we have another co-host that thinks we're going to win by more than one score. All right. I like first it. Two possession you win. are you guys are definitely the Jim Fossils of, of this group. I am the Jim Mora. I think we are going to lose this game, unfortunately. Um close, like we always do. 24-23 commanders. I think that fucker Heineken Zero is gonna drive us drive them down the end of the game and that kicker that looks like a linebacker is going to kick like a 50 yard field goal to win it 24-23. I I'm a little worried about Heineke. I'll say that somebody did the best somebody said the best um analogy for Heineke that I've heard. It's like he's not the most talented player. He's one of the le- less talented quarterbacks in the league, 
But when he goes out there, he plays like if he loses that game, they're going to take him out back and put him down. Like, yeah. He, he plays <laughs> like his life depends on it. And, but he, he's just not good. But, man, he he balls. He goes as hard as he can. And it's it's worrisome when you play it's a, it's a great point. And he re, I think he reminds me of another analogy is if you guys have ever played pickup basketball, he is the guy that you when you see him walk into the gym, you're like, oh, fuck. This guy is going to pretend like this is the goddamn NBA Finals or the NCAA tournament. And he's going to D me up like he's trying to impress his coach or his girlfriend. And he's going to try to take charges. And he's going to fucking not call fouls because he's going to try to be tough. Um, yeah, that's he's, he's the annoying fucking guy. And he's going to hit a couple threes and he's going to like flip his shirt a little bit. And yes, great, great points out. Um, so yeah, that's what worries me about him. It's the the Johnny drama, uh, you know, un, un, you know, just crazy confidence uh, that is that is not warranted. Yep, and you know, hopefully we can put an end to that. And with you know, wink blitzing the hell out of him, maybe that'll finally take it away. We'll see. Um, I don't know when the hell we're getting Fabian Monroe back. I've been like trying to figure that out. I know it's a bleak thing. I can't find anything about his timetable. I think he will be limited today, which means there's a pretty good chance that he plays this weekend. Okay. I um, need him back. Aziz is back. Mora. Aziz is back, which means that he can get held a little bit, and hopefully Kayvon gets a couple sacks. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they'll throw a flag when he gets held this time. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think that'll happen. He, I don't think he, happen. he needs to go ahead and, you know, he wants to be in the media and act and stuff. I'm sure he needs to work on his acting skills, you know. He's going to get an acting coach it. in the offseason and really sell that. All right, fellas. I think that about wraps it up for yes, another sir. episode of Big Blue Beards. Um, we will be back here Thursday night during another mediocre Thursday night football game. Watch for us on Twitter because you never know what's going to be a joke and what we're serious about. You want to see helicopters? Uh, I'll, see you. helicopters. <laughs> I'll show you helicopters. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. We're out. Peace, guys. Go big blue. <laughs>